Hi, this is Dave of the Sci-Fi TV Rewatch with another episode of Take 5. Tonight's topic features one of my current favorite female heroines, the Norse shield maiden, Lagertha. But before I talk about Lagertha, I want to take a second to acknowledge Kimmy's email that she sent us, which we're going to read and address during the season one finale podcast of Dark Angel. And Kimmy, I hope you don't mind, but I put a link to your Dark Angel Underground website on the Sci-Fi TV Rewatch homepage. What a labor of love and just so much content. It's definitely worth checking out, you guys. Well, Wayne and I have discussed on numerous occasions whether or not the History Channel series Vikings qualifies as genre fair. And as the show just concluded its third season, I find myself constantly selling the show to friends and listeners. I argue that the Northman's deep belief in the gods and the numerous mystical occurrences that follow pushes the show in that direction. The blind seer, who actually looks quite a bit like Gordon in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., has the ability to manipulate future events through his visions and prophecies, which further seals the deal for me. I consider it historical fantasy not too dissimilar from George R.R. Martin's Game of Thrones. Wayne and I have also discussed the relative badassness and, let's be honest, hotness of many genre heroines. So in today's podcast, I want to take a look at a character who I think fits neatly into this category, Lagertha. So let's return to the focus of the podcast. Viking leader Ragnar Lothbrok's first wife, Lagertha, leaves him after he conceives a child with a neighboring princess, something he might have gotten away with had he not had the temerity to bring her and the child back to his village. I mean, everybody loves Lagertha. What's not to love? Her long blonde hair, often worn in partial braids, accentuates her piercing eyes and cute as a button nose. The fact that, as a shield maiden, she's every bit the warrior as any of the men only adds to her appeal. Now, as an added bonus, it becomes clear early on that Lagertha likes sex. With her husband, well, until she divorces him, and with neighboring kings. Now, we know she's badass. We've seen her in battle numerous times after the initial incident in which she quickly disposes of two bandits attempting to take advantage of her and her children after she's left alone when her husband goes on a raiding party. Now, without going into the details too deeply after her divorce, she hooks up with a neighboring earl who physically and emotionally abuses her. She takes this abuse, it would seem, because of the elevated status he affords her. Well, eventually enough is enough, and when he attempts to force himself on her sexually in front of guests at one of his feasts, she daggers him in the eye, killing him. Well, in their society, you take down the Earl, you become the Earl, which she does, and her people love her. Later, while she's off fighting a larger war alongside ex-husband Ragnar, at home in her earldom, her number two plots behind her back to take what's rightfully hers. When the Vikings attempt to invade Paris sometime later, she and her number two are forced to work together, albeit not entirely tension-free for the greater Norse good. And now we get to the point. Why is Lagertha my favorite character on Vikings? Well, the fact that she's hot is only part of the story. The battle to take Paris turns out to be a resounding failure, though it appears it may be part of a longer con on Ragnar's part. We see Lagertha in her quarters after the battle, wearing the 900 AD equivalent of a sports bra and yoga pants, while she wipes away the blood from her face and tends to her wounds. Her number two, the same guy who usurped her earldom, enters and starts making sexual advances, gently stroking her neck under the guise of helping her rid herself of the blood. Now, let's be honest, though, he's a good-looking guy and age-appropriate for her. It's clear she's attracted to him and his advances are having their intended effect. But then she tells him that she still holds it against him that he usurped her power and lands and that she'll never forget or forgive him for that. And one day she will kill him. Now she asks if you still want to pleasure each other. Well, what does the young guy do? He goes for it. That's how enthralling Lagertha is. 
I am an avowed shipper and hope that one day Lagertha and Ragnar get back together, though as he gets older and grungier, she gets better. They're grandparents, for goodness sake, and Ragnar's present wife is a manipulative bitch and definitely not all that. So, come on, what's the holdup? All right, I know this all sounds very superficial, but Lagertha really is a complex character, and it won't surprise me if she outlives Ragnar and becomes her people's queen, leading the Northmen and women to new heights as they raid, invade, and pillage neighboring countries. Does it make me a bad person that I cheer for the Vikings? Wayne and I discussed our top 10 list of favorite female genre heroines during the first year of the podcast, but so much has happened since then that we'll definitely have to revisit that topic with dozens of new possibilities to consider. Well, thanks for joining me on this edition of Take 5. Wayne and I will be back soon with another episode of Sci-Fi TV Rewatch. 